All right, welcome to another GD podcast. I'm your host, Guy DeMarco, and we are here at Alabama Precision in Carbon Hill, Alabama, which is north of Tuscaloosa, pretty much on the border, um, about 20 minutes from Jasper, Alabama, and we're at the Federal Gold Medal Match two-day event. And we're having a good time. So, um, got in yesterday and uh, tried to re-zero my rifle a little bit, just checking some things out. And uh, pouring down rain, so I got some speed instead of actually zeroing. And 2830, right back where it's supposed to be. Uh, I went and zeroed last weekend and got speed, and I was having some issues. Um, I think it was the contraption I built to have my chrono not mounted, excuse me, not mounted to my barrel. So, is what it is. Um, had some random shots, so came back out, got some new speed, everything's right back where it needs to be, 28.30, and everything's shooting solid. Fired five rounds, put it up because it was starting downpour on us. Went down, did some fishing. They got two ponds here on the property. Um, so I brought my fishing gear, went down there, threw some stuff, didn't come up with anything, but had a good time. Uh, went out to dinner last night with the with the guys and had some sushi at Rock and Roll Sushi downtown on the Strip in Jasper. They're having a big festival. It was a good time. Ran into a bunch of other shooters. Had some had some uh, had some sushi, some rolls. Everything was a okay. Got up this morning, rolled out here. Uh, got to my stage and just started rocking and rolling. We ran, um, ran stages pretty quick. Um, shooter, shooter on deck in the hole, in the deep hole. Try to run them fast and efficient without rushing the shooter, but being mindful of time because we were trying to get 12 stages in today. So we got out there and did the damn thing. I was on stage four which was um, the Ridgeline Assault. And we sat there, and it was a 66% IPSC and a 50% IPSC at uh, 668 yards, um, somewhat uphill. You had to use four positions, eight shots, 90 seconds. Uh, you can use the four props in any order but you had to engage the targets left to right. Um, a lot of cleans, a couple of a uh, couple of gear malfunctions caused some people to score some lower, some lower overall totals. But all in all, pretty good. And then once we were done with all ten squads, we rolled over and went to our day two stage, which for us was stage fourteen, which was the pipes, which was a. 12 and 15 inch square at 684 and 686 yards and um, you must use four of six available positions for eight shots in 90 seconds you must go left to right on the prop and left to right on the target and we got through two more squads on that so we ran 12 stages today we will run eight stages tomorrow and you know pretty good there wasn't any major 
uh, major conflicts, um, two-day matches tend to draw um, some really good shooters. And when anybody's really good, sometimes there's a little bit of drama. But um, in other two-day matches that I've shot or RO'd in the past, and honestly, like, super laid-back match here. Um, I talked with some of the Alabama Precision staff, and they're like, we're trying to create that down-home low-key laid-back match mentality and it really it really came through here um so ran another two squads through my stage today um and everything turned out pretty good i will say that this facility um the pro shop air quotations is a little bit farther away from the actual firing line you actually do need to drive there it's probably three quarters of a mile um if it's an inch to the actual firing line so you do need to either have a lot of people brought their little four by four utv side by sides so it was uh pretty interesting in that regard everybody driving around from stage to stage so uh pretty gangster there but um Everything's down to earth. Uh, really different. To me, it is a different style range than the majority of what I see in the southeast. Um, southeast being a, f a square range, pretty straight out cut lanes, um, and, and gone from there. Um, this place is not that. Um, multiple different firing lines different firing directions, headed uprange, downrange as far as elevation. Um, when we were shooting my two stages, both of those stages were shot from, you know, probably 40 feet difference between the two, but they were definitely at an upward angle, um, which is, to me, something I haven't seen at the southeast PRS ranges that I have been to. I haven't seen where you've needed to shoot up a hill or up a canyon or a draw or anything else like that. It's been primarily flat square ranges and that is not this location. So something pretty cool. At the end of the day I broke out my rifle and sent some rounds at the uh, 680 yard targets. Um, just kind of gauging wind a little bit, off left, off right, uh, left edge, right edge, just a little bit of different stuff. Um, was really, uh, really interesting um, shooting that because you're you're shooting over the top of a different firing line um, that's going a different direction. So it was just overall interesting, and I I, I liked it. So I'm definitely going to come back here and do a one day match um, for sure and have a good time with it so um listen in to some of the other podcasts or excuse me listen in to some of the other interviews of some of the individuals shooting the match and then we'll follow up with some more information tomorrow on day two with you know shooters and scores and things like that see if we can snag some more people so stay tuned guys thanks All right, folks, here we are. We are at Alabama Precision for the two-day match. This is the federal gold medal match. 
at Alabama Precision. It's a two-day national match, and we are here with Lance Emerson. Lance Emerson. So, how did you shoot today? I shot really well most of the day, and I had two dumpster fires. Two dumpster fires out of how many stages? We shot uh, 11 stages today. I shot an 84%. Okay, that's not bad. That's pretty good for a two-day. And then, I mean, it's Alabama, so they got wind and canyons and different directions. And it was a switchy tailwind today, and it would be two-tenths one direction and right back two-tenths the other way and then straight up. Yeah, that sounds like my two stages. Your two dumpster fires weren't my two two stages, were they? They were not. They were the... Uh, the rocks prone stage that I don't know what went wrong on and uh, the mover today. Okay. Okay. So where are you out of? Southern Indiana. Southern Indiana. Okay. Yeah. So how Chris, long how long of a trip was it for you? Took us about five and a half hours. Oh, that's not too bad. That's about the same time it took me um, coming up from the panhandle of Florida. So what are you shooting? Glass, barrel, all that fun jazz? Uh, shooting foundation stock. Uh, Defiance, Action, okay. Deviant, uh, Jewel Trigger HVR, Leopold Mark V, and an Audair 20 MOA mount. Uh, KP, Straight Taper Barrel, Chamber by Myself, Caliber Gunsmithing. Okay. So running 107s, Alpha Brass, Varget, CCI 450s. Okay, outstanding. And you said you, you spun your barrel yourself, and that was for... Caliber Gunsmithing. Caliber Gunsmithing, and that is in southern Indiana? Christney, Indiana. Okay. So uh, how long have you been shooting? Uh, started in 2016. Okay, so a while. Yeah, you just started the two days. Uh, started shooting my first two days three years ago. Okay. Always been one-day regionals prior to that. Okay. And is that the central region for you over yes. in Indiana? Okay. Yes. And you just? My home range is Red Brush. Okay. How many two days are you shooting a year? The goal was three this year in the finale, but uh, COVID struck the family for the uh, K&M match, so <gasps> only getting two in this year. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. Um, so what is what is it about this facility that brought you down here in particular? Uh, I shot it for the first time last year. Really liked the layout. Really liked the people. Um, Jim does a fantastic job running this match. Everything's smooth, and it's – the canyons, the valleys, the the thing, the terrain makes this match very special, and he's got the distance. And okay. his target sizes are challenging, but everything is fair. Okay. Okay. Um, you said he's got the canyons and the distance. What else? What else is it about this place? Is it for me never being here before and just ROing for the first time here? Like it's the actual upward angle shots on an east coast match that makes me want to come here and shoot a shoot a match here it is uh well you the long range stages you're down you're shooting into holes into trees it's not a square range um i really like the fact like the stages that you are today where the targets were in the holes on a ridge line and i think that makes it and all the props here are very very stable mm -hmm. so it, it that takes that out of it for the shooter so you can be very solid um and it's wind or it's on you if you you know yank the trigger wrong fair enough fair enough um somebody brand new getting into shooting as a gunsmith and they're like man i want to go shoot these shoot these two days or try a one day first like 
what are we telling them as new shooters? Are we telling them just get that barrel off the shelf or that get that gun off the shelf and come out here? Are we saying spend all the money up front? Are we saying borrow what? gear, buy gear? What are, what are your thoughts on that? I have a lot of new shooters. I've got two uh, two loaner rifles that I've got that are my personal rifles. Okay. And I say come shoot a match and have fun. Pay your match fee. I'll give you your ammo. Come have fun. Learn. You know, a lot of guys are hunters, and I tell them this sport will make you such a better shooter in the hunting world. You know, shooting out of a deer stand is just like what we're doing, shooting off of barricades. So, and, but no, I do encourage most people at least buy good guts. Okay. Buy a really good action. You know, get in. I stock Defiance Tenacities and Impacts in the shop. Okay. A couple of different price points. Get a good barreled action and a good trigger. And then you can start with a cheap KRG Bravo and relatively inexpensive glass and upgrade as you can. Okay. You know, that that's what I recommend shooters do is because then you've got good heart to the rifle. So solid action and solid barrel and build from there? Yep. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, that's doable. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at just for if you're going to start with a – for three grand or less, you can have – throw it in a KRG Bravo, get a cheap Harris bipod. Timney or a, a Trigger Tech, they're both going to run you 150 200 bucks. Well, I, I I push everybody Jewel HVR. It's what I've always run. Okay, Jewel, yep. What I've been, uh, that Trigger I ran today has over 50,000 rounds on it without a failure. Wow, that's a lot of rounds. So, it's the first Trigger I ever started with, and I love it. And I can't complain and steer anybody different because it's tried and true, right? <laughs> Fair enough. I, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm default a, a, a Timney fan because I'm from Arizona, and they're from Arizona. So state loyalty, I guess, is what you're going to throw that one on. But, yeah, um, anything else you want to throw out there? Any, any shout-outs to sponsors or plug your shop, Facebook, Instagram, website? Yeah, you website. can find me on uh, calibergunsmithing.com. You can find me on Facebook, Caliber Gunsmithing Repairs, LLC, Christney, Indiana. Um, but, no, I just love this facility. want to thank Jim Saunders and thank all the ROs that came out to uh, donate their time today. Sweet. Awesome. Well, appreciate you. All good right. Luck, uh, good luck tomorrow. Hopefully you're uh, – you're in good standings tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right. We're back. And we're we're saying things now. Yep. We're recording. All right. So, end of day one, 12 stages shot here with Cody Kennedy. How you feeling? Uh, today was pretty good. Uh, made a few mental mistakes and... I think that's pretty much the story along with a lot of folks, at least in our squad. Uh, had some switching winds, picking up and letting off. And, but all in all, saw some saw some misses, made some good corrections, and so looking forward to going into day two. Okay. Favorite stage of the day? Uh... Obviously, it's got to be one that you cleaned. Well, that's what that's, I was saying. That's, that, that's I, always everybody's answer. I, I only cleaned one stage today. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any dumpster fires or anything, but uh, I cleaned one stage. But it, So, the Connex, where we, uh, in, 
uh, five different windows, two different targets, different distances, holdover, all that stuff. And uh, the second window, I went to put my bag down, and I had a splinter go under my fingernail. And so I shot the rest of the stage with a splinter under my fingernail and then had to go find somebody that had a pair of pliers to pull the splinter out because I couldn't grab it and pull it with my fingernails. So we had to do like a little minor surgery in the middle of the match and get that out. But uh, it's the only stage that I cleaned, so it's bittersweet, you know. (laughs) Triumph through the adversity. Exactly. That's what it was about. Exactly. Okay. So it was so much pain I couldn't worry about you know, like, oh, this isn't a good position or, you know, it was just all instinct. So when I relied on instinct, it was just. Just build know. and break and exactly. tear it down. Exactly. Okay. So how long you been shooting? A uh, little over a year and a half, something like that. Okay. And what are you shooting? Like, give me the breakdown, barrel, the chassis, uh, all that jazz. I run uh, Manners. Uh, Miners Composite Stocks, a PRS TCS stock, uh, Muller Works Barrels, uh, Brian Allen with 18 Precision, Chambers My Rifles. I mean, hence the uh, big A-team across your yeah, chest right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I shoot on 18 Precision. Uh, I also shoot on Team Manners. And then uh, Scope, Leupold, Mark V, PR2 Reticle, best scope there is, hands down. Uh are you saying that because Leupold's here this weekend? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, I'm not sponsored by Leupold. I don't get any kickbacks for Leupold, but the PR2 reticle is by far my most favorite reticle of all. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, trigger Tech Trigger. Uh, what caliber? 6GT. GT? Yeah, okay. GT. Yeah, 6GT. How fast are you Alpha running Alpha Brass. G- How fast are you running your GT? Uh... This weekend, I sped it up. I'm running around 29.30 this weekend. Okay. But for probably three barrels, I ran around the 2,800 to 28.40 mark, somewhere around in there. And uh, this is the first weekend I sped it up because Alabama does have some kind of tricky winds. I am learning that. I was going to speed it up, but to me, being a newer shooter, I haven't really perfected the art of – spotting all of my misses right and so i did notice i had to pay a lot more attention but i do think that going like leaving here i'll probably practice at a higher speed okay and then go down like once i can practice and learn how to spot my misses at a higher speed once i go back to that slower speed it'll be okay i mean it's like to me i feel like it'll be a lot easier that's an inner that's an interesting thought process um, practice faster and then give yourself more time to catch it on an actual match. And one thing that uh, I forget who it was uh, had a conversation with him because I was having a lot of trouble spotting my misses. Uh, I think it was Francis. Francis Cologne? I think it was him. I think it was at the Collis match. I was sitting there talking to him and I just I couldn't see, man. It was like I would just guess. I mean, I couldn't see where I was going. Right. And uh, he told me to start practicing at a higher magnification because, I mean, everybody shoots 16 to 18 power at the matches. And so I started running them at max power, 25, finding targets, doing practice, doing my dry fire, you know, all that at 25 power. And, man, when I come here and I back out to 17, 18 power, 
it's, you can see the world man it's like oh wow there's trees over there to the right like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i mean you're right this place has got some trees now yeah this place has got some trees all right so uh yeah roll roll tide bud roll tide Oh, God, I'm done. <laughs> go Tigers, LSU, LSU all the way. Well, he's sitting over there saying go Vols, so I just got to give him shit. Hey, it's their, this year's their year, man. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know sports, I mean, man. every year for the last six years, for anybody listening that doesn't know, uh, four games into the season, Tennessee will say next year's going to be their year. Okay, okay, fair enough. I mean, it's just fair how enough. it goes. Well, I became an Alabama fan default because I don't do the, the sports teams. I was sitting in a bar in florida drinking yinglings with my friends and sure as shit they kept busting my balls about who's my team who's my team who's my team guys I'm from arizona I don't have a team <laughs> the other dude from arizona he's like bs i'm an asu fan i'm like whatever dude like dudes with the a on the helmet that's arizona right they're like no that's alabama i was like <laughs> close enough been an alabama fan since that's how i became an alabama fan their a is bigger Fair, sure. <laughs> okay. I I learned that there's a difference between the Atlanta Braves logo A and the Alabama A because it doesn't have the swoosh yeah. on it or something like that. <laughs> Chris Cape's girlfriend taught me that at the last MPA match. It was a great time. But um, shout out to your sponsors. Who 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 are you shooting for? Let's let's uh, show some sponsor love. Main. Main support, Brian Allen with 18 Precision. Okay. Hands down, does a great job. Uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at in this sport right now without him. Uh, I live close to him. Okay. Uh, his son, Bradley Allen, taught me a lot. Brian taught me a lot. I mean. Wait, Bradley's his kid? Yeah, Bradley's Brian's son. I was today years old when I learned that. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, Bradley's a little bit uh, more round, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell them apart. Fair but, enough. Uh, Fair enough. But, yeah, I mean, hands down some of the best people that I've ever met in the sport and has helped me tremendously in my growth in the sport. Uh, manners, I mean, they have done right by me in every turn. Uh, I love shooting my TCS. I mean, it says it tunable composite stock. I mean, you can switch it any which way that you want to switch it. Okay. And – I mean, it's awesome. And uh, future sponsors, Brad Wright with Leupold. Nick, uh, if y'all hear this, you know. <laughs> I'll I tag him. I love y'all scopes, you know. Hit your boy up. <laughs> I'm loving it. And uh, that's it. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. So you got your name on one side of your jersey, and what do you have on the other side? Uh, Colossians 317. Uh, don't chastise me. I don't know it verbatim because there's a – so many different versions Fair enough. but basically give me the cliff notes yeah basically do everything for the lord don't do it for your own glory do it Fair through him and for him uh one thing that i do love about the sport is the people in it and Absolutely. help helping people and i mean from i still consider myself a newer shooter i'm a little bit more knowledge than a newer shooter because one i ask a lot of questions and right. two, the people in this sport are always willing to answer questions. Absolutely. So Nobody's you, trying to keep the secret sauce exactly. from anybody. I mean, exactly. You'll never hear – you can ask somebody what their wind call was or something like that. Not 
not saying you would want to run the same one, but, hey, you were missing off right. What were you holding? Yep. And, I mean, they just straight up tell you, like, 100%. like, yeah, man, I didn't see it, but I was holding this. And you kind of just get an idea of what's going on. And, uh, man, the people are just awesome. And we wouldn't be able to do any of this without the Lord and fellowship and everything like that. And, I mean, it's just it's awesome. I love this sport. Well, fantastic. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you sitting down with me. That, All right, man. That was the uh, the price the price owed for getting a beer earlier. Well, that'll work. So, uh, so I mean, we're even. You keep bringing the beer, and I'll keep <laughs> doing interviews. So, no. so. Uh, See, that's what uh, Bradley's going to pick them up off the prize table. That's all he's getting this weekend is a bunch of hats. bunch of hats? Yeah. Hey, fair enough, man. <laughs> fair enough. Oh, well, we got we got Missy Elliott here with a Keurig, so, I mean, I'm down with that too. Uh, I will I will, say, I will say this. It's 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 a good time. Everybody's taking care of the ROs. That's the one thing. Um, I'm not overly religious. I'm not underly religious, but I will say, like, that's one thing that this sport has got is is the fellowship in the broader sense of, of fellowship. Everybody yeah. comes together. Everybody's shooting. I mean, it's 520 on Saturday afternoon, and everybody's hanging out, coming in from, coming in from shooting because we shot two extra stages today, sitting around, having some beers, shooting the shit, driving around having a good time, sitting here talking to me. Like, it's a good time. I really and enjoy it. a huge shout-out to the ROs and the match that Jim Saunders and his team puts on here at Alabama Precision. Man, we ran 16 to 18 people per squad today. Yeah, that was they were and, big squads. I mean, we ran 10 squads, 16 to 18 people per squad. And 12 stages in my stages were done – Four. Yeah, it was right around 30? four. Yeah, somewhere four, four 15, to four thirty. I mean, and to the point where I broke out my rifle and shot at the stage fourteen targets. Yeah, I mean, I mean, plenty did, of times. Did you do any tactical chamber flag removals or anything? No, I did. Uh, I did all of my non-tactical. Ah, <laughs> uh, got you. Non-tactical got you. on mine. But sweet man, I appreciate you. Yeah, awesome man. Too easy, brother. Thanks. Yes, sir. Later. <laughs> Well, I'd say we're live, but we're not because it's probably going to get posted on Monday. Probably Wednesday. Uh, it'll be posted on more than likely Facebook, but also Instagram. It's called Another GD Podcast. See, he even knows the name of it. Yeah. It's called Another GD Podcast. Another GD Podcast. You can <laughs> find it on all of your social media podcasting ventures, primarily Apple Podcasts if you have a smartphone. So, who am I sitting down here with? Where are we at? What are we doing? What's going on right now? Uh, I, I, am, know, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm Jim Saunders, and we're here at uh, Alabama Precision here in Carbon Hill, Alabama. Okay. And what match is this right now? This is a federal gold medal match, and it's also an AG Cup qualifier this year. Ooh. That sounds like big things and yeah. fancy words. It brings a uh, higher level of shooter, but we've been uh, partnered with federal for four years now, so it's, it's been a good partnership. So we decided to uh, tack on the AG Cup qualifier this year and um, bring on a uh, little bit higher level of shooter to help them uh, qualify for the AG Cup series. Okay. So what what is Alabama Precision? 
what is the range? What do you do here? What is this place all about? Sure. So uh, several years ago, we felt like there was just a need to bring um, precision matches to the southeast and, and mainly Alabama, and no, no one was doing it. And so we decided to uh, find a venue and, and, and start running a, uh, a precision match, and it's affiliated with Precision Rifle Series. And so this is our sixth year of, of running matches. We're a competition-only venue, and we run a handful of one-day matches, and then we run two bigger, uh, the A-Team Precision Rifle Challenge, uh, in April, and then we run uh, this match with Federal here in September. And uh, the only time you can shoot at our facility is at a match. Okay, so there's no monthly membership or anything else like that. There, yep. it's strictly match match only. Strictly match only. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty unique uh, that we don't have a general membership. There's not guys that get to shoot the barricades week in and week out. Okay. Um, is precision rifle the only matches you have here? Yeah, yeah. We, we do a little bit of law enforcement, military stuff, but uh, from a mat, from a uh, match aspect, yeah, yeah. It's only precision matches right now. Uh, we are bringing in uh, the tactical games. They they came okay. this year and and did some kind of high impact, uh, you know, CrossFit meets shooting type stuff. Okay, that's that. Yeah, that's what my question was going to be. Like any type of, um, obviously, have, we have gas gun in the prs but any type of dmr gas gun specific matches or anything else like that some some of the other ranges are running no we haven't gotten into that um i did that years ago uh in the early 2000s um at some other places and um honestly this is uh, a side thing that i do and Fair so enough. yeah yeah i'm uh, maxed out with what i'm doing now but if there's if there's anybody out there that wants to run some of that uh you know feel free to reach out <laughs> fair <laughs> enough yeah um so this is my first time at this match i have wanted to shoot it haven't had the opportunity you guys reached out to me asked if i'd ro said let me check with the wife sure came out here what does this facility offer for the southeast shooter or the shooter in general that shoots in the PRS that you're not going to find in other spots? Yeah, yeah. So good question. Um, so what we offer is, one, a geographically uh, centered uh, location in the south. Um, what we also offer is um, a more mixed terrain. Uh, a, a lot of what you would encounter in the south um, would be a more flat type range uh, we have a lot of elevation changes um, you know you're shooting from elevated positions down into valleys and you are also shooting uh, from lower points up onto ridge lines and, and and stuff like that so you get a lot of elevation changes that um, not only mess with with uh, the wind but also mess with just the mechanics of shooting the rifle and make you you know if you shoot on a flat range your bipod um, you know, is not as critical as, as far as the height. You don't have to worry, uh, you know, about a degree of elevation change that you would have to worry about uh, when, when shooting elevation. So, Okay. Um, that's definitely what I noticed. Um, you definitely, like the two stages that I shot or that I RO'd today were at a, the shooting location was lower than the target location. And in the southeast, this is the only range that I have been to I'm still missing two, maybe three ranges in the southeast that I haven't shot at yet where that actually happens. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a little unique to, to our facility, and, and we're not the only facility that, that that has those types of things. But uh, we do try to capitalize on our terrain uh, in, in in what we have here. I mean, it's it's pine trees and rolling hills. Exactly. Yeah. And that is not something that I'm used to seeing <laughs> down where I'm at, which is 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 definitely cool. I can't wait to come back here and actually shoot a match. You also have two two ponds. Yeah. Site, right. Which, yeah. like, in the RO email, you said, "Hey, we got two ponds. Bring your fishing gear." I brought my fishing gear. I went down there yesterday after the rain let up, and was uh, throwing my bait caster and my spinner. Didn't come up with anything, but <laughs> there's stuff there. They're there. Uh, they're there. They're in there. But um, so this being an AG qualifier, what separates that from a regular two day like you hold? in like that the 18 precision match that you hold in april what makes are your targets smaller or your time shorter or your um more movement what are you what are you doing as the match director to separate yourself or separate a normal two-day from an ag qualifier sure yeah so um one of the main things we did was we uh, we did reduce some of the targets on some of the stages. Uh, we still wanted to give a fun environment to our uh, traditional shooters, you know, our, our somewhat local guys and, and guys that have always been shooting our stuff. So we feel like for our terrain and our wind that our targets are sized pretty accurately. Um, but the AG Cup match does bring a higher level of shooter, um, and so we wanted to challenge them as well. So, so in that, we we um, we did shrink some targets. We did move a lot of barricades around. Um, probably there there's a uh, percentage of barricades that we use more difficult positions um, than we would traditionally use just to challenge uh, those AG Cup guys. Okay, so how many? How many shooters are here, and then how many AG shooters are here of the yeah of yeah. the body? Um, so we have uh, about 164 registered shooters. Um, of those, I, I think about 154 showed, um, and and of those 154, there are uh, 29 uh, AG Cup uh, people shoot, shooting for for the AG Cup series. Okay. Um, what what is your normal match flow like like you've got your two one days that you talked about but how many like one days are you having what's your culture like like what amenities do you offer at the range or are nearby and like what's the closest location if somebody wanted to stay here come in for a two-day or come in for a one-day, where are they going to stay? Give me give me those details. Yeah, yeah. So the culture that I've always wanted to foster at our matches is is, is extremely new shooter-oriented and new shooter-friendly. Um, so, so we try to cater to those guys that maybe have never shot a match um, in, in our one-days, especially in our one-days, um, or maybe uh, are just newer to the sport. Um, most everyone has firearms experience, but uh, this is this is kind of a unique firearms experience, and so uh, we try to be an extremely welcoming place um, where people do not feel um, judged or or anything like that. They can just come, have a good time, learn. Um, you know, we we have 
rifles for people to, sh to shoot if that's needed. We, you know, plenty of guys are well willing to help with gear. That's, that's never really an issue. So we try to foster that uh, community feeling uh, here. So uh, it, as far as the surrounding area, we're, we're roughly an hour from Birmingham. So, uh, you know, a lot of guys fly into Birmingham and, and, and come out this way. We have all the, all the whatnots in Birmingham um, that, that, that you would want. So more closely geographically is, is Jasper, uh, Alabama. And that's, that's where you're going to find all your hotels, your Holiday Inns, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, they have a phenomenal downtown square with great restaurants, entertainment district where you can wander around. And actually this weekend is uh, their Foothills Fe Festival with a lot of bands uh, and, and entertainment downtown like <laughs> we that. We ran into that last night as we went to go get sushi. And yeah. Definitely. Like, we were right across the street from the live band. and yeah, I think they estimate something about thirty or forty thousand people on foot downtown uh, for for that event. So yeah, it was definitely sending my don't like large crowds, <laughs> spidey sense into overdrive. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Birmingham's Birmingham's an hour away. Jasper's twenty five minutes away. You got all your hotels. You're twenty minutes, twenty five minutes from the range. They got a Chick Fil A. You guys gave us Chick-fil-A for lunch today, which was awesome. Thanks to Manners Composite Stocks. Yes, they donated lunch today. It was, it awesome. was phenomenal. Thank you, yeah. Manners. It was delicious. It did take me 45 minutes to eat my sandwich. That's because we didn't. We don't stop for lunch. We don't stop for lunch. We was running the whole time. I had that chicken sandwich in my hand for 45 minutes running shooters. It was a great time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think a single shooter walked off the stage without saying, hey, thanks for ROing, appreciate you guys, or, hey, this was a fun stage, or, man, I wish I could reshoot that because now that I know what the wind's doing or, or <laughs> this, that, the other thing. So everybody seemed to be having a good time. Um, and being Alabama Precision, you guys are obviously teamed up with a team precision on a lot of the stuff that you do here, right? Yeah, yeah, they – they um they help us out a great deal. They, they, they're close friends and, uh, obviously phenomenal rifle builders. Um, so, so yeah, we, we have a longstanding partnership with them. Um, not only with the, with the title match that they sponsor, um, but just in, uh, everyday stuff. So the, during the one day matches, we, we don't do prizes for the one days, but what we do do since we're new shooter oriented is heart rifle barrels donates a barrel Nice. And they partner with different rifle builders uh, to have that chambered for a new shooter. Oh, awesome. Uh, so, and A-Team stepped up to be one of those uh, rifle builders that, um, that that was willing to, you know, take that new shooter on and, and, and kind of build them a quality uh, thing. So, so if you're a new shooter at our match, uh, and, and we qualify new shooters three matches or less, they're given a raffle ticket, no charge any, or anything like that. And then at the beginning of the match, we uh, we choose a raffle ticket out at random, and that uh, winner wins a heart rifle barrel and uh, the chamber work from the named uh, the named rifle builder for that match. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that. That's super super cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's super awesome. So, what do you what else that we haven't hit on that you want to get out there? Like, you said that you guys had uh, a loaner rifle, and I saw that loaner rifle come out today and get given to a shooter so he could he could finish the day. Something happened with his. I don't know what it was, but yeah, yeah. Like, so he was having trouble, and 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 that that particular rifle is one that the A team uh, carries with them to once again 
help out somebody. Um, and, and uh, you know, they were it, – it's announced at the beginning of the match, hey, you know, if you have trouble. So that, that guy uh, came up to me and, and asked, you know. But, but uh, we, um, we don't have, like, rental rifles or anything like that. We don't get really participate in that. But uh, we always have our personal rifles with us. And if anybody needs one uh, or, or ammo or anything like that, we always um, – you know, offer up our personal rifles to them can get to, it, to can use get it for the day. Yeah. yeah, can get yeah. it taken care of. Absolutely. I mean, doing the 22 stuff, I mean, I've got umpteen 22s now because no you can't have too many 22s apparently. Absolutely. Um, regardless of what the wife says. <laughs> but, I mean, a guy was uh, TDY to Fort Rucker last NRL 22 match at Altus, and he hit me up like two weeks prior and was like, hey, He's like, I'm TDY. Do you think I could come shoot the match? I don't have anything. I was like, dude, got you covered. Come down. Ammo, gun, gear, Kestrel, everything you need. We got it. Like, Set we'll up, take care yeah. of it. Like, mm-hmm. done. Don't even worry about it. Come down, shoot the match. Pay your match fee. Have a good time. And, like, he had a blast. Right. Like, and that's what it's really just having fun. That's what it's about. It's, you know, the competition is great, and, and we're all competitive people, or we wouldn't be doing it, but it. But it's really great to see new people enjoying the sport. And, I mean, especially in the, the 22 world, which we also do 22 matches. We um, after our Currently, after our one-day matches, the following day, which is a Sunday, we, we do our 22 matches. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and um, is that 22 PRS? It is, yes. Okay. It, it is PRS-affiliated. And so uh, we see a lot of youth at that, which is great. You know, we love seeing the kids getting out and shooting. Uh, my son and I have actually shot a few of them, um, and, and, and we just love getting out there. You know, it's less about the score and more about the um, just the time with, with family and friends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we've got, you know, we're running the NRL 22 stuff down in Florida. And, oh, yeah. And, great and having stuff. great success and, and – Everybody's having fun, and we sent a dad and his boy to nationals last year, and they Very had cool. a great time and, and everything like that. So, well, I appreciate you sitting down with me. I won't I won't pester you or torment you or torture <laughs> you anymore. Not but, a problem. Enjoyed it. Um, Enjoyed it. Definitely a good time. Um, I like to be able to sit down with the match directors and get them to, to talk about their facility. That way people can find out about it if they haven't heard about it already. And, uh, and come out out here and have a good time, and hopefully it sparks some interest and, and brings them on out. Yeah, so. absolutely. We'll have to get you uh, with the gun in your hand on the next one. I definitely plan on coming out to a one-day um, cool. and coming out here and, and, and trying my luck with some of the switchy win because it definitely – like, as soon as I got done ROing <laughs> all those squads today, I did break my gun out of the back of the – back of the car and, yep. and took some took some shots and i was like yeah i could see how this would be difficult in 90 seconds and there's, there's yeah yeah the wind's constantly switching and the the targets are, are not small they're not huge but there's they're just enough rope there to get you in trouble absolutely i mean 686 yards and you're talking like a four tenths wide yeah five tenths wide depending on which target you're looking at i was like yeah that's pretty sporty when it's switching between two to when you get a tailwind or yeah, something <laughs> two to five tenths of wind like <laughs> makes it a good time awesome well i appreciate it and uh we will we'll see if we can catch up with you tomorrow and uh and get the final score and the final rundown sounds good awesome appreciate it later all right day two alabama precision in the books it was hot it rained it fogged. It did everything but tornado, but the day isn't over. Um, pretty warm out. 
decent conditions. Um, rain let on pretty hard for last two uh, squads of the day. Ended up shooting uh, eight squads a day, so not too terrible. It is currently 126, and most of us are complete, so that's pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, just going to try and get some people to sit down here and uh, talk some crap. Uh, probably walk the prize table and uh, throw down on, on what's going on. I definitely see a metric crap ton of primers and ammo being that this is the federal gold medal match, so that makes sense. But, yeah, stay tuned. All right, folks, like I said, we're here at the federal gold medal match, and we have... Jason Spradling. I'm the shooting sports promotions manager for federal, so I handle all of our match sponsorships and our shooting teams for pistol, rifle, and three-gun. Oh, wow, three-gun, too. Yes, I sir. I didn't know you guys did the three-gun stuff. Oh, yeah. Well... What brings you out today? What are we What are we doing? What's What's going on? What's the deal? So this is our fourth annual uh, federal gold medal match here at Alabama Precision. Um, four years ago, we told Shannon that we wanted uh, to title sponsor a two-day match, and he got us hooked up with Jim. And man, it has been absolutely fantastic. The crew down here do such a good job putting together a, a really challenging but fair course of fire. The ROs are great. I mean, it just you couldn't ask for any better. Um, it's always a great crowd. Uh, we just we love being here, and, and the, the support from the community has been amazing. So it's been really cool. Awesome. So fourth year doing title sponsorship. Yep. You guys have obviously put – I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just looking at boxes and boxes and boxes of primers on the prize table. Mm -hmm. So that's super awesome. Bunch of swag. What – if somebody hasn't shot the two-day here at Alabama, what – would, what would you say to entice them to, to come down here and shoot this match? I, I think my favorite thing of it is just the community. Um, you know, I, I, I love all PRS matches. You know, the, the PRS community as a whole is, is just awesome, but it seems to be really special here. Um, you know, the, the, we always hear, you know, guys out, out west talking about there's no wind in the east, and that is, <laughs> That's a lie. That is absolutely false. Uh, it doesn't blow hard here, but it blows three directions at once, uh, so it's really challenging. And, uh, man, they just they do a fantastic job with them. I've, I've heard multiple people over the past two days say this is, this is the one match that they will not miss every year. Fair enough. Um, how did Team Federal, how did your guys' shooters shake out this weekend? Just, you know, being like the shooting, the shooting rep for the teams, like how do you think they, they shook out? Yeah, so uh, not so great. Um, we had had some equipment issues uh, that guys were running into with optics crapping out, and one guy um, he shoots uh, he hand loads he's shooting six GT, and the bullets he were he was using weren't 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 good. Um, okay. And then we had one guy had to leave with some family issues, so okay, not the best showing for for the team, but uh, but they represented us well. You know, even even in the face of. Uh, a disappointing performance they you know maintain their composure and and still friendly with everybody and very helpful and, and all that sort of stuff so it was awesome. really cool well good well sad they didn't shoot as well as we wanted them to but yeah it's all good hey it's, stuff it, happens that's why it's shooting and not hitting right <laughs> if, if we hit every target every time it wouldn't be fun exactly uh what else do you want to throw out there um we just we had a really a really great squad. Uh, we were on squad ten, um, and we had a had a new kid. I say kid. He's in his twenties. Um, showed up as his first match ever. Didn't know anything about anything. Um, showed up with a borrowed rifle, and it was amazing to watch 
people from our squad and squads on both ends working with him and helping him and you know loaning him gear and I mean just doing everything they could to help him he had an absolute ball and that's that is my favorite thing about this community is how you know, we're all trying to beat one another right but at the same time these anybody here give you the shirt off their back and do anything in the world to help you and, and it's just it's amazing so for any new shooters that might be listening and if you're nervous about coming out man just bite the bullet and, and come do it it's it's awesome the first hit's always free there you go. It's 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 getting you coming back that, that right. draws you in. Yep, there you go. That's exactly right. There you go. Um, awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. Unless you want to throw anything else out there, I'm gonna I'm gonna get somebody else. I'm gonna steal somebody else and get them sitting down here. No, it's all good, man. I appreciate awesome. it. We'll see you next. Thank year. you guys for the sponsorship. Thank you very much. Appreciate the match. It. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. Bye. All right, I snagged somebody else. My next victim. Who we got here, sir? Shad Kimbrell. All right. And what do you do? Represent heart rifle barrels and shoot like hell in the PRS. <laughs> hell yeah. Might as well talk shit. There you go. Why not, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So heart rifle barrels? Yes, sir. All right. And how long you been how long you been doing this PRS shooting precision rifle thing? Five years. Five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where are you out of? Jasper, Alabama. Oh, so here. Basically, yes. Fair fair enough. Like twenty minutes down the road. The way the crow flies, about 20 miles north. Okay, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, is this your home PRS range then? I would say so, this and K&M. Okay. Now, this isn't open for, like, public practice or whatever, so where do you get your practice at? I have a personal range south of Boatman. goes out to 900 yards. See, there you go. Living in the south, you can have 900 yards of private range to practice on. Yeah, and it was specifically chosen because of the way the terrain, the way these valleys come together. You get mm-hmm. a lot of really – unpredictable wind deflection and we put really small targets out there that way if you're not spot on with your wind call just the elevation shift in a wind deflection scenario will make you miss the target so it's extremely okay. difficult range okay so then why do you why do you self-proclaim shoot like crud in the prs you know i really don't know that man uh you know when i'm dry firing at home four days a week i'm out there every weekend i'm smashing targets but you cannot replicate the pressurized system and not, you know, it's predetermined when you're at your own personal range what you're going to shoot and how you're going to shoot it. Yep. You know, I don't calculate running back with, you know, carrying your mag. Yep. Dropping bullets, slipping down and doing a 380 on the plywood. Things like that kind of throw you off your game a little bit. But then there's some unpredictable areas over here that are unexplainable, particularly that one with the hogs shooting over them for no reason whatsoever. I can't figure that one out. Yep. yep. Fair enough. What was, your, uh, what was your favorite stage over the 20 that we shot? Uh, be the mover. Be the mover? Okay. Yep. And explain that one to us because I haven't seen it. Well, we, you started off, you had to set up a position on the boulder, uh, modified prone. You're shooting at the – they had two targets, an EPSIC and a circle. You had to shoot the circle five times. Okay. Then you had to transition up the hill and shoot a couple more that were, let's say, five, five, ten, somewhere in that area. Had to hit to move off those. Then you repositioned back to the mover. Or let me rephrase that. You move your, your crosshairs back to the mover, and you then you hit the EPSIC. Five okay. times. So I like how you mix that up. Okay. It's like circle, two epsics, hit or miss. You, well, you had to hit those to move, then you go back to the epsic. So I did like that part. Okay, of so it. like not necessarily Kim's games, but the remembering target sequence in target order and hit to move on versus hit, hit or miss. miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, what you is, can't replicate that at home. Yeah, What sure. is what is the one stage you wish – you could get back that you wish you could reshoot 
The hogs. The hogs? Off that weird hay bale thing. Okay, the hay baler? Yes. And you're shooting hogs out to about what distance? Uh, I think there were five, mid-500s, and they were just far enough apart. There were two tenths worth of distance between the two. Okay. And for reasons unknown, I mean, it, my, my data was solid all day. Everything was going good. I set up with a gamer plate, front bag on the rail, the Arca rail. It was like shooting off a bench. Tap dead center, had the wind down pat and shot right over the back. That was un unexpected, so I went to the second one, aimed a little low, shot under it, and I could not. I finally decided just to pull three-tenths out of my data and then start smashing the hogs, but I was I already bled out quite a bit there. Okay. So wanting to get that one back. And, I mean, what would you have done different? Like, if you didn't know that your data was, if you needed to pull three-tenths out of it right off the bat, well, the one one thing that I would have done differently analyzing the match afterwards is I would have made a correction immediately. Okay. Instead of most most people will say, you know, that was probably me, so I'm going to send one more. And that was not the case because when I sent one more, it hit exactly where it was, so I repositioned, and I was still kind of questioning should I adjust my data. Okay. But it just didn't work out, and that's, that's the difference between – you know, an 80% plateau shooter okay. and somebody that's in the top five, they know when they pull the trigger, they trust it. Yep. And I okay. haven't got that trust yet. Okay. You know, so Fair and it cost me. It cost me seven points on that one. Okay. Okay. Make a final decision on the last shot, praying to God you don't zero a damn stage. And then you finally, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, well, you know, now that it worked, it would have been great to work on, like, shot two. Yeah, I exactly. I talked to some of the top guys, too, and they said, yeah, we had the same thing, man. We adjusted immediately. Okay. And that's 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 okay. the barrier that I got to climb through. And that's I mean that's a good thing about talk having you know quality pro shooters in your squads is you're able to sit there and kind of pick their brains as things are going. Yes, sir, or, absolutely. And, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast. It's like not everybody can make to every match, or you know people don't get to talk to you know quality shooters all the time because they don't come to these bigger matches. So just being able to kind of throw this information out there for for shooters. Um, let's give a shout out to to. Uh, the gear that you're running, so you heart rifle barrels. Definitely so. heart rifle barrels. Uh, run a MPA chassis matrix. I run a Bixen Andy competition grade trigger, which is okay. tough as nails, man. I've abused that trigger purposely to see if it could take it, and it has. Um, Vortex HD Razor Gen 3. I mean, quality, top quality scope and optic there. Tough as nails. I beat that thing against a, a barricade today. Accidentally, of course. Right. First thing in your mind is this thing's going to be shooting, you know, yeah. top, right, left, somewhere. But it was spot on. It took a, it took a beat and it kept on ticking. Awesome. So it's uh, some good gear, some good people. I use uh, Armageddon bag, uh, AccuraTac bipod. Okay. And uh, take the uh, the Fat Bastard muzzle brakes. Okay. Awesome. And uh, what what caliber are you shooting? Uh, six by forty-seven. Okay, six forty-seven. Okay. Yes, sir. It's kind of okay. like a thirty-out six in the six-millimeter rim. You can shoot it like a BR, GT, Creed. You have a lot of flexibility with it. Okay. Right now, I'm running it like a a BRA. You know, okay. I'm running the mid twenty-eights. Okay. So it's uh, and I, you can run it all the way up to uh, three thousand twenty if you like. Oh, that's moving. For a one fifteen DTAC, that's hauling ass. Yeah. That's that's moving with some with some authority. Awesome. Well, anything else you want to throw out there? Nah, man, just get out and shoot and have a good time. It's great people. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you helping me in the past. So Absolutely. I wanted to throw some love your way. Uh, this gentleman hooked me up with a uh, an MC3 stock for my, my 6.5, and, you know, lo and behold, me through a, through a 
a Timney, or not a Timney, a, a no, Trigger Tech Diamond yeah, in there. There you go, yes, sir. Trigger Tech Diamond yeah, in there. That's a good one, too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's still in there. It's it's running strong every time I get to shoot that gun. So much appreciated to you, much hey, appreciated. Man, I'm, I'm happy to help anybody, man. Awesome. Appreciate it. Um, well, we'll see how scores shake out here in a little while, and thanks for coming on, man. Hey, no problem. Thank you, bud. Thanks, bud. Yep. All right, grab another victim. Who we got here? Oh, Mike Lilly, man. Good to see you. Mike Lilly of, and your your popular YouTube channel is? <laughs> yeah, we do all right. I appreciate that. No, wh oh, Long Range with the Lilies. Long Range with the Lilies. Yeah. There we go. So you and your wife, both competitive shooters. That's correct. Both out in the Washington State area. Yeah, for so now. We're moving um, down to Utah probably next year. Oh, awesome. So you're going to be... Uh, down there with a, a lot of the a lot of the solid shooters. I mean, Morgan King just moved to Washington. Yeah, so we did an exchange program, and I think <laughs> Utah lost on that one, and Washington won. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you're just swapping, just a hot swap, just a year a year apart. So you'll get a little time with Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving down to uh, Utah, you're gonna do uh, you're gonna go out there and try and smash some milk jugs at. A thousand, fifteen hundred, all that fun jazz. Yeah, I've seen those videos. Um, it's not really my thing, but you know, I I do understand that they have an incredible regional, like local match scene yes. there, like five or six different venues. So I'm really looking forward to that because we don't really in Washington, the part of Washington I live, like my closest local match is like four hours. Wow. So yeah, it's tough. So I'm looking forward to living in Utah and kind of being more centrally located and maybe flying a little less. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, all of your matches, you're basically, with exception of your your, your one local four-hour match, everything else is forever away. Yeah, it's it's a lot of travel for Keely and I, for sure. And then, like, um, the J.C. Steel match, like, is that the one that's closest to you, or is that still pretty far away? No, that is that is one of the closer ones. There's one closer, uh, the new venue, Lead Farm, and those guys do a fantastic job. Um, and that's about four hours for me. And then okay. J.C. Steel... Or Rock Lake is about five hours. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of in the same boat. I mean, I've got Altus right next to my house, which is awesome, but they're not doing the PRS thing right now. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, like this and Gunline are the two closest matches, and it's about five and a half hours, six hours away. Um, so I feel your pain. <laughs> I definitely feel your pain. Um, so how long have you been shooting? Uh, man, I think about five, six years now. I haven't okay. really kept track. You'd okay. think I'd be better for sure. <laughs> well, I know, like, you've kind of, like, I started noticing you about two to three years ago. Yeah. Um, so you've been there. You've been in the in the scene, and I have been at some matches that you've traveled around to. And, like, yesterday you asked me, when am I going to not have binos in my hand and actually have a gun in my hand? Um, maybe I'll shoot more than one two-day next year. I don't, I don't know. But, um... I do a lot of the one days because it's it's more financially viable and everything else like that. But yeah, five years is a long time to be doing. I mean, this is my second year in the PRS, so um, it's been fun. And it's been interesting. Who uh, who are you shooting for? You got this fancy yeah, green, so green and black jersey on. And quite a few people. Uh, MDT and Loophold and Proof Research are like my primary three. But um, work, you know, Alpha Munitions is taking great care of me. I mean, I got so many people that I that I could thank. I don't want to take up your whole podcast. So oh, feel free. This sounding is a, like an this, advertisement. Th that's exactly what this is. People need to know what the quality gear is. So I got to ask everybody what the quality gear is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we're we're so blessed that 
everybody that we represent, and we wouldn't represent them otherwise, and makes quality gear. There's no, we're not kind of bought for, you know. Every sponsor that Keely and I have, we had a relationship with before we started using their stuff. Like, this match was a great test of your gear, the mud and the rain and oh, everything man. else. And, you know, my Lone Peak action just kept running. So I saw a lot of, you know, guys running some hot loads with some problems. But yes, that's, uh, that's why you that. test. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, anything else you want to shout out, you want to throw out there? No, I, I enjoyed this match. Like, it was a really great match. I enjoyed traveling and seeing new venues. And Jim did a fantastic job with this match. It seemed super well organized. You know, I had some concerns about a 17-man squad. But it flowed pretty good. I mean, you can't control the weather, but... Course fire was great, and I mean, some, some guys really burned it down. Some great. I mean, scores. yeah, we had a hundred and fifty-four-ish shooters, mm -hmm. and then obviously some people fell out, family emergencies, or DQs, or NDs, ADs, whatever. But yeah, I mean, for that that amount of people, not uh, there was sitting around because you got seventeen people on a squad, but it, you weren't. We didn't have a whole lot of bottlenecks or backlogs or right. anything else like that, which I, is I felt which like is impressive. Flowed. I felt like it flowed good, and I mean, UROs were a big part of that too. You guys were all over I'm, us. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little, I'm a little burned out. This was a, this is a rough one to, to to RO. Like, I mean, I sat there yesterday with my Chick Fil A sandwich in my hand for 45 minutes before I got to finish it, and then today, like, I made a squad take a take a five minute break so I can inhale my food. I, I was getting my eyes were hurting after today, so. For sure. It, I mean, it happens, but um, sweet, man. I appreciate you coming on and, and just chit-chatting with me a little bit and glad to see you again. It, yeah. It's not it's not very often I get to a, a, a two-day to RO or shoot or whatnot, so it's like a little catch-up session with everybody. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Not a problem. All right, All right I snagged another one. Who are we here with? Devin Tarrant. All right, and how long have you been shooting? Um... About three years now. Three years in the PRS, but have you, did you grow up shooting your whole life, or? Um, my family has a farm, so just you know. The the standard typical shooting stuff mm -hmm. in the South. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, so you've been shooting in the PRS for for three years. How did you get started? Uh, Joey Hargrave, uh, he was my neighbor, and I took a year off between high school and college and needed something to do in that time and started talking to him, and he was like, you should try this out, and been here ever since. So you were Joey's neighbor? Yes. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Joey's a good guy. Um, so you've been, just kind of went out to the range and, and started doing it. How, I'm not a woman. So how is it competing in this sport, which is predominantly male-dominated? And I asked that question so you could maybe get some insight to the female demographic of shooters. That way, if you know somebody's listening and they got a daughter and they want to get them into something that's not cheer or you know the mainstream right. sports, like. What is it about this sport that kind of drew you to it, or how is it competing in this sport? Um, it can definitely be intimidating at first, um, but once you get in, you realize how helpful everyone is and how they want you to succeed, sometimes more than you do. And everyone's willing to help, even though they're competing against you. And it was harder to come in because there's so many barricades that aren't necessarily built for someone of my stature, male or woman, if you're 
shorter, more petite, can be a little bit more challenging. But for me, that challenge was fuel to get better and to work harder at those things. I mean, I've shot off my tippy toes more than I can count at this point. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> yes, I believe you. Because um, you're how tall? 4'11". 4'11". See, I was going to say a solid five foot. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> but give you the extra inch. But, yeah, for sure. Um, some of these props are a little higher than others. Like, I mean, the PRS barricade is a very generic barricade, but it's got some limits to it, and some people try and test the height of those limits on, right. on the different positions. Um, like, for example, on, on my stage on the pipes, you – you chose to shoot it all low, but some people were jumping up high, jumping down back low. Like, it was easier just to run straight across the bottom, in my opinion. That's what I would have done. Um, and that is what you did because, I mean, the pipe is almost half as tall as you are. Right. Um, so who, what, what equipment are you using? Like, go over your, your setup, go over what you're using for this game. So I shoot a GCP rifle uh, with a heart barrel. Uh, my caliber is six millimeter Dasher, and I've been experimenting with some 308. I've shot it all year in the one days. Really like it so far. Uh, You're shooting 308 in the one days. Yes. Okay. Um, and then uh, Timney trigger, foundation stock, uh, coloscope, and Armageddon gear, game changer. Okay. And what? What about your setup do you like the best? Is it like the like is it the weight that does it for you? Is it the ergonomics of a foundation? Is it the the crisp break of a of a Timney? Is it the glass quality of the collis? Like what what is your selling point for your setup? Ooh, a selling point. That's a tough one. Um, honestly, I would say my foundation is very much something that I don't think that I could live without. Okay. I mean, just the the recoil management behind it and, I mean, everything about it. It's easy to grab. I mean, even at my stature, uh, definitely had to get used to the weight of everything. I do run a straight pipe on it as well. <laughs> um, so it is pretty heavy. Like a, a one, two, five? Yes. <laughs> Not, okay. There you go. Um, and so pretty heavy, but... Uh, it helps with the recoil management because I don't have as much body to absorb uh, the shock of it all. So move a okay. little bit slower, but with practice, I've gotten used to it and can finish within time most awesome. of the time. <laughs> awesome. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, most of these national matches are 90 seconds, sometimes less. Sometimes they drop it down to 75 um, if they got weather coming in or they want to try and get shooters out faster on a uh, Sunday afternoon. I mean, we finished at a relatively decent time this weekend which is is super awesome i mean we ran eight stages today with set 16 to 17 shooters per stage and we're done i was done by 130 some people probably got done closer to 145 and it's 207 right now so definitely right able to run those shooters through for 17 ish people per squad i am very happy and pleased by how this match was run i mean jim has always run really smooth matches he's been doing this for a long time knows the ins and outs where the bottlenecks are going to be and he builds its stages around that and it really shows when we are now you know finishing up at two o'clock on sunday exactly so it's going to put some people back home in in bed at a decent decent hour tonight which is going to be awesome sweet any other shout outs you want to you want to throw out there uh before we we find our next victim <laughs> um 
just again shout out to GCP, shout out to Foundation, Collis, Timney. Thank you guys so much for uh, all your support and providing great products for great shooters. And you know, I never doubt when I miss a shot. I always know that it was me. And I know my gear runs smoothly. My rifle's a hammer, and just makes me motivated to keep bettering myself so I can shoot just as well as my gun does. See, there you go. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yep, no problem. All right, I got my next my next man. My next my next victim here. All right. So, first off, I'm going to lead I'm going to lead into this with saying my bad and deepest apologies for not giving a shout out on the Magnolia Meltdown review to Mr. Rachel here for assisting me with my 6BR issues, but he was instrumental in identifying the problem <laughs> that I was having. <laughs> and then he came up to me and was like, what, no shout out? I was like, ah, yep, got me, you got me. So how are you doing? Man, doing good, doing good. Glad to be here today. And uh, uh, we just had to rib you as much as possible, you know, after the night you had. And Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like. Totally, totally justified. I mean, totally you, justified. you was you was scrambling, and uh, you know, Greg opened his uh, reloading room up and said, "Here, have at it." And you know, as, as any of us walk into Greg's reloading room, we're like, "Oh yeah, oh my God!" You know, <laughs> like, is this real? Is this is this real life right now? Is this the store or is this a reloading room? It, I mean, yeah, basically, but, basically, man's got. Everything you could you could think of is is somewhere in that room, which is awesome. No man, we've we've just all been blessed. I mean, Gunline's been a great uh, thing for our community and all the shooters in the area. Because uh, that's where you're based out of. That's right? what I'm based out of. I'm about 25 miles from the actual range okay. uh, in Canton, Mississippi, uh, and uh, those guys have been just uh, great to us and you know real supportive of everything and they really bring in the shooting community together around the jackson area uh and they actually give us a good family environment there uh it's the one place you can go shoot and actually leave your gun on the counter go to lunch come back and it's still sitting by your bag and still stuff sitting at the there. range and you're like really i mean nobody messes with your stuff so no they've just done a great great job of supporting us and the, the shooters, you know, and we got some good shooters just shooting out of gun line now and supporting it, and a lot of training going on. Those guys and outstanding. So you are the owner of, is it is it Rochelle, Rachel? <laughs> which one is it? It's Rachel. Rachel yes. Precision. Rachel right. Precision. Uh, and you had a bunch of your your team shooters out here this weekend. Had a lot of lot of good guys out here this weekend, and uh. Uh, got one that placed in the – he's number three today. Uh, oh, outstanding. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Jeff Geary. Okay. Uh, Jeff uh, was uh, leading the pack yesterday, uh, him and uh, Rick, and they was doing really good one and two plays. So they fought back and forth all day today. and uh, But he had a – looked like the wheels come off on one stage oh, for man. him but as usual. But, you know, it's going to happen. And, it, uh, I mean, it is. And it, it happened is. the next to the last stage for him. But, hey, he shot good. And uh, – Greg had a rough day the first day, and he, you know, he fought back hard today, and uh, you know, Drew uh, Talent Talentinsky. <laughs> yeah, I just it's Talisnik. It's uh, just it's just Drew because I can't yeah, pronounce yeah, that. However you can pronounce his name, but uh, no, and you know, Josh Spears and all those guys uh, from Gunline, uh, just great guys, great guys to hang out with and be, you know, be out of town with for a weekend. And oh, absolutely. 
you know, wife sent, wife goes to the beach and she sends me to the gun match. See, you, you know, know, that's, and I live at the beach, so the wife just sends me here. <laughs> or at least that's what I like to tell myself. But um, how did you, how did you like the overall match? Now, you didn't shoot. You were just kind of here um, helping out, Yeah, you know. I try to, I try to come to the matches and support my guys and uh, support anybody that may need some help. Okay. Uh, keep a bag with me at all times of all kind of spare parts that people may need and you know run me down put a trigger in what you know anything like that just to help out uh you know being part of the shooting community is uh really a blessing because there's so many good guys that's willing to help each other out and and uh I try to tell a lot of the guys that shoot wearing you know wearing the shirt rachel precision on it that this is not about how you shoot it's about what kind of person you are Right, absolutely. And, uh, and you know, those, those guys, if you know, they might have a bad day and they might not shoot good or something like that, but at the end of the day, they give you the shirt off their back. Absolutely. And I mean, Josh, Josh opened up his house to me yeah, and got yeah. to got to crash with him for the for the two day match. And I mean, you were sitting there trying to figure out what was wrong with my bullets. And I mean, Greg opened up his house, and yeah, it's just been. I mean, I've known Drew for a little while now, and mm -hmm. and he's a great dude. And I go yeah. back and forth with Smith Hart for yeah, you know, yeah. Top Mill yeah. and yeah, that's Leo right. and yeah. everything else like that. So yeah. I mean, it's it's a good time. I mean, yeah. I that's Smith, why I keep coming back is because this community is is awesome. Well, Smith Hart, you know, he fought back today. Yesterday he was just all in a tizzy, you know, bad day, bad day. <laughs> but today he come back today, and you know. Uh, He's made some changes in the last couple of months. You know, he's moved from his location around Jackson area over to Arkansas. So okay. don't have as much time to train with a new job and working and stuff like that. So he's, you know, he's fighting that battle right now as, as we see a lot of people that don't get the time to shoot. And, yep. And, but uh, I'd my, like to. My practice is basically the one days. Yeah. Like, and, and that's all I shoot really shoot is one days. So, like, if I either have a good day or a bad day, it's one of the two. But, you know, that's what we try to support people like that and try to help people with their rifles and everything around the Jacks community. So, you know, just let everybody know if they need some help. Rachel Precision. There you go. Awesome. Anything else you want to throw out there? No. Throw, throw somebody else over here to talk to you. You will do. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Bye, right, man. All right. Here we are. Jeff Geary. If I'm pronouncing it properly. It, it's pronounced Gary as if it was G-A-R-Y. Okay. That's how it's pronounced. But I hear it so many different ways that I, I will answer literally to anything. Fair enough. I always thought it was Gary. Now it's Gary. Got it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah. This is actually my first ever podcast, too. So See? There you go. First, knocking them out right here. Yeah, I started. I was listening to yours not too long ago. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I was like, yeah, we'll see. Maybe get on there one day or something. So, see? There you go. All um, right. So how did the weekend go for you? It went pretty well overall. Yesterday went great. Uh, I came in here. Actually, I, my main rifle I typically have used the last couple months had been shooting phenomenally. I wanted to save it for the finale in AG Cup, so I, I got a new barrel, put on a different one, and so I came here. It wasn't shooting all that great. Friday during tune-up day, my data was everywhere. I, I spent a couple hours at Brandon Hembry was tremendous and helped me just tried to figure out something to get it dialed in, so I had zero confidence going into Saturday and just kind of guessed at some data and put plugged in numbers and, and everything just worked perfectly Saturday lined okay. up and and I shot great yesterday and I was a little worried going into today but 
it shot so good and I felt pretty good about my numbers that I was feeling pretty good going into today and, and, and shot really well up until, oh, there's Greg Holloway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, going into, I guess, the second to last stage, there was kind of a big small uh, going out, and I just started missing high. I tried to come down, and then I still missed high, and then I think I missed drop right and drop four there, and, and that pretty much was, was the end of end of the run there. But okay. overall, ended up in third. Uh, awesome. Congrats. Yeah, yep, four back of, of Gossett and uh, Bushman, who seems like they just shot really well today oh I don't, yeah even had i had everything going well i don't think i had four or five more in me to be up there with them okay um so this being an ag qualifier where does like with them you taking third in this match are they both in the ag cup as well yep they both are so you got third for the ag cup as well i got yeah points wise i did need a good ag point Okay. So I think I ended up with uh, 97, which will replace. I think I had a 90 or an 89. So it, it definitely so helps. it definitely helped. Okay. Helps. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, so what gear are you using? I am using a uh, Kelby action. It's a, it's a Black Bear Tactical. It's kind of their flat bottom action. I've been using that about three years now. I, I don't really hardly see anyone else. I've maybe seen one other person that has one of those. Uh, it's just not very common, but ever, ever since the day I got it, it's just been super smooth, and I, I just love the way it feels. And, yeah, been using that for a while. Uh, I have a XLR NV chassis. Okay. Really like that. I've always been kind of a stock guy, but that's the one. I grabbed that chassis, and it, it felt really good. Although I did get a Matrix Pro the other day. I didn't didn't use it, but got that. And, um Let's see, I, I just recently started shooting for Randy Rachel at Rachel Precision. and Outstanding. Um, yep, that's been great. Been loving everything he's been doing for me. He's got me up a couple Hawk Hill barrels. Okay. First time shooting a couple Hawk Hill barrels. They've been, both of them have been phenomenal so far. And using the Maverick um, kind of okay. instead of a brake. Um, been using that like that a lot have you been using the maverick brake or just the maverick part of it just the suppressor it's, part it's the uh kind of their shortest configuration okay. yeah yeah that okay. short one so um cuts down the sound a little bit but definitely helps with that recoil okay so what uh what else um uh, and six that i've been shooting a six dash or okay well. yeah that was what was gonna yeah alpha brass um yeah switched to the br4 primers recently got a okay. hold of a few of those those have been great Varget, you know, typical <laughs> typical load. I did you, used to use unicorn A-tips. dust. Yeah, I used to use A tips. I recently switched to the 109 hybrids about okay. two three months ago. It just seemed to be a little more consistent for me. Okay, outstanding, outstanding. Um, so, how long have you been actually shooting in the PRS? I, this is probably my fourth year, I'd say. But it, it wasn't until last year that I started getting practicing a lot more, getting more serious, getting with some of the better shooters, practicing with them, and, yeah, trying to up my game a little up bit. Up your game, yes. right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, have you, did you take any classes, or did you just shoot with people? I, I mainly just shot with people. Okay. And then this year, I, I went down, I guess, in January down and took the Modern Age Sniper class with Phil, Phil and Kalen and, okay. and learned a, a couple little things, and then uh, I did a private class or lesson with uh, Andy Slade a few months ago okay. and, and he said he helped me with just a couple little things it seems like yeah once you get to that 
a high level. It's just just a couple little things. Little and, tweaks and, and, that are going to get I you mean, that extra exactly. two, three points per match. Exactly. Okay. I'm actually looking at taking the, the class with um, Phil and Kalen in January at Altus. Okay. Um, they've got their one day coming up, and then I'm – like, I've taken a bunch of two-day, like, intro to long rifle classes, but I'm actually looking at maybe taking their their competition class because, you know, I think I'm at the point where, like, I've got the, air quotes, fundamentals. I mean, you can always improve your fundamentals, but, like, I know how to work a Kestrel. I know how to do this, do that. Like, I need, I need work in the competition space, not, like, the laying down on my belly and shooting aspect of it absolutely right Definitely. did you take their intro class or their competition class it was class? the advanced comp class okay and how did and how did you like that i did like it um i think i like the the private stuff a little bit better or at least only two or three people I, a big class it's just hard i think to get that private kind of one-on-one -on -one instruction um but it, but it was still great to – I got just a, a few little advice things from Phil that, that really did help me out. But uh, I still think, yeah, I would probably prefer just paying someone and doing a one-on-one -on -one type thing okay. for, for a day um, or two. Okay. Awesome. Uh, anything else you want to throw out there? Not really. Awesome. Unless, unless you got anything else, yeah, this was fun. No, no, man, uh, absolutely. Anytime, like anytime you got a you got a thought or something like that, just I mean, shoot me a message and we can okay, we we'll can do. throw something yeah, together. Yeah, being, being I'm sure I'll think of something on the drive home. Oh, I should have said that or that, but I, yeah, certainly cannot think of it at the moment. So I mean, I can't think of anything at any moment. So there we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, sir, and congrats on third. Okay. Pre All right, I snagged another one. We have, like, one of the most phenomenal shooters in the sport right now on this podcast, which is just awesome. We have Miss Allison Zane. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's been a long day, but it it has it's been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend. Yes, it's been a long weekend. I I do have to throw out one thing real quick. You did not wear your cowboy hat on I, Saturday. I know. I forgot it in the hotel room. I have it in the car right now, but it's kind of it's kind of been raining. I didn't want it. To, I don't want to get it wet. Yeah, I mean, we don't want the lights to not work anymore. But <laughs> I mean, I know we were looking forward to that on Saturday. Um, so how have you been? Like, you're you're kind of still doing the school thing, getting ready to go do more school stuff. You just got back from France, like competing on the world stage now you're coming back to these matches like you did the ag cup and like hung in there for day three like how is the ride been it's got to be a roller coaster it's been great i mean it's been really busy i mean everything's i mean i put a lot of time put a lot of effort into everything that i do between school and shooting and on everything's just been a really cool experience like the ag cup shooting that last year first time shooting that um it was, I couldn't believe I made it that far because, I don't know, I really didn't know where I stacked up against everyone, but, you know, being able to do that kind of gave me a little bit of a confidence booster, especially for, like, this season. Okay. Um, what did you end up as for the AG Cup? Like, so they invited 50, and then they whittled it down to 25, and then they did the top 10, and where did you finish in the top 10? Top 10, uh, that's a great question, I'm trying to remember. I think I was like 
seven, six or seven. Okay. I can't remember for the third day. I know for the for the after the the two day match, the first and second day, I was right. second. Okay. But I can't remember for the third day. It was kind of. It's all a world. It's all, it's all kind of just blends together <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Shooting so I, many matches over I the mean, years. Granted, you shoot a lot of matches. Um, but like seventh in the, we'll call it seventh, seventh in the country. Like, <laughs> and how long have you been, how long have you been shooting? I've been shooting like PRS style stuff since I was like 13. So about four years now. This is, this is okay. my... This is my third pro series. Okay. Like pro season series. Okay. Okay, because you started off in the 22 stuff. Yes. I started off shooting NRL 22. Right. And that's where I first heard about you, shooting NRL 22, just burning it down. Because you, the nationals that I remember, you came in like third. Yeah. Was that, it? The one, the one in Las Vegas. That was my first like big national match that I went to with my dad. And you, you took third out of... Like there was what two hundred shooters there or something Sounds like that. Sounds about right. It's been it's been a while. I mean that one's <laughs> definitely been a while. I mean, um, but those matches draw a lot of a lot of good twenty two shooters and to come in third is amazing. And then you know you're shooting uh, you're shooting these center fire matches and then you're the second woman in history to win a national two day match if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The first being Regina, Regina. out in Arizona. Um, I assume that you're in contact with a lot of the other female shooters in the sport because, I mean, let's be honest, there's not that many not at the really. at the pro level. Um, so I'd, I'd venture to say most of them are a mentor or something yeah, like that. Yeah, mentors, um, especially like the like the juniors that other ladies like Peyton and yep. Laurel, you know, I consider them to be really good friends. We all went to France together. Um, she might actually might get a room with uh, Peyton Grimes when I go to college. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where that goes. But yeah. Yeah, I've definitely, I've made a lot of, you know, connections between people and friends and mentors. Like Regina's been a really big mentor. Everyone has gone out of their way to help me over the last couple of years and I mean that's awesome. Trying to trying to give that back to whoever I can. I mean, you literally are the reason most of us do this. It's to help the young shooters that are just coming out, you know, helping them with gear, helping helping them with with learning the sport so that they can come in and dominate the way that you have. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose behind of it. Um so you got who are your sponsors real quick uh, okay i mean you got a lot of them i'll help i'll help throw them out all here. right so you got it on your phone yeah i, really I do have it. it on my phone just just make sure i don't i don't forget any of them so mdt for sure mdt vortex uh lapua okay defiance machine short action customs i think i said vortex already armageddon gear uh hawk hill customs long range arms uh I think that's it. I think I got them all. I think you did. I think I got them all. So what's with the what's with the bunny? That's my thunder bunny. That's your thunder um, bunny. This okay. was made by who gave me the name? I think it was Matt Matt Steiner gave me the, gave me the name of like thunder bunny. Okay. And then um, I've had a couple like different ones, but Greg Moore found this and Short Action Customs and it's all over my rifles and I have stickers, but it's kind of like my spirit animal. Fair enough. That I wear on all my jerseys and it's on all my shooting stuff. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll catch up another time, but they're getting ready to start talking about awards and stuff like that, and I want everybody to, to be able to get 
get their due diligence in. So we'll, <laughs> we'll wrap this up shortly, and uh, we'll move into that. But I appreciate you coming on, and right. great shooting, and Thank good luck you. at college. Thank you.